This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA Media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. task and purpose of people like um, Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips and, of course, uh, Laura Loomer. And we're going to have Jeff Clark and Dave Brat, all cut from the same, all very different people, different religions, different faiths, different angles of attack, uh, but all cut from the same cloth, right? These are not sunshine patriots. They're not. And that's what it's going to take. And that's what's so revolting. I'm sorry I'm on Fox Day, but it's so revolting. The, the Murdoch, I find Murdoch repulsive. I refine him repulsive as a concept, and I find him repulsive as a person. Um, he does not have the best interest of our country, not his country. He's Australian. He does not, and Australia's got enough problems. You ought to focus on helping out Australia. I'm a populist nationalist, okay? This country comes first. Her citizens come first. This is the greatest and most powerful nation on earth because of divine providence. It's been providential what we have been given in this country and what has been bequeathed to us and to have foreigners like Murdoch and their sons and the wives of their sons sitting here. And it's so obvious what they're trying to do now. And think about it. We broke them. You know, DeSantis is going to be the guy who raised all this money and had Ken Griffin. They're talking big talk and Ken Griffin's down there running his mouth. Oh, my number one thing is stop populism. Not working out too good for you. Is it Ken right now or Schwarzman or any of them? Remember, a lot of these guys are calling kissing Trump's ass right now because they understand what's going to happen. Barris summed it up. Any other time, this thing's over on, on, uh, on the couch at the Fox. And remember, if you watch the shows, they start in the morning, goes all the same all day. They got a message they're going to push all day. Bum, 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 bum. All day. All day long. Going to push it. Well, we stopped them in 15 and 16. They came at us full force. I, I had conversation with Ailes, who I tremendously admired as a good man and an obviously excellent media, you know, maven. and said, not going to let the Murdochs do this. They're not going to kneecap Trump. They're not going to knock Trump out in the first debate. Are you kidding me? You think we'd let that happen? And I had the great Matt Boyle, one of the greatest political reporters and an absolute hammer, and Tony Lee, my two guns, and they went after Fox. Relentlessly, they called me and said, and they sent people down. You got to back off. You know, this is terrible. I said, this is why I've never been a contributor. We didn't take your money. Breitbart, we didn't take your money. We didn't have, never had a reporter up there. Never, ever, ever would go on Fox. Wouldn't do it. Because I knew that day was going to come. It wasn't going to be like the National Review and the Daily Caller and uh, Weekly Standard. And all of them, all of them are consultants. All of them are contributors getting big paychecks. And because then they could call and snap their fingers and tell you what, how high you had to jump. They ain't going to tell me how high I'm going to jump. No way. I'm a hard-headed mick. Okay, it's revolting, and to sit on that sofa today and have that, you know, gobbledygook. This thing's over. 
and all you're doing is prolonging. We're at war right now, and all you're doing is helping the enemy. Let me be blunt. You're helping the people that despise this country. Laura Lumber, we got to bounce. You're doing amazing work. I just want a question, and, and just to help me understand this. Before these laws were changed, that, that DeSantis had the assembly up there, the House and Senate changed these laws. Was this – could you have done this? Could you have taken money from MAGA supporters that, that wanted to support Governor DeSantis? He's kind of a MAGA you know, governor at the time, and President Trump was, was helping him out. Take that money from MAGA. Was that legal until they changed it to transfer that to a PAC that's basically there to oppose President Trump, to take MAGA money under the pretense of help me for governor, hold it, no. and then transfer it later to a PAC that would then go against President Trump? No, uh, prior prior to the rules uh, being changed in the Florida political handbook, Steve, uh, it was not legal to transfer those funds uh, from the state entity. And of course, that was the Friends of Ron DeSantis PAC was a state PAC. And then they, of course, changed their name to the Empowered Parents PAC to take his name off it to hide what they were doing, of course. But now I guess you could say uh, it's legal because he had his hand-selected Secretary of State, who he appointed last May, uh, change the rules. So I guess uh, it pays to be governor, right? When you get to appoint the secretary of state and you get to have the speaker of the house, uh, uh, get everybody, um, everybody wound up in uh, the Florida legislature to support resign to run. And when you get to, uh, make threats to the lobbyists and, and have them, uh, have them told that if they don't support your, uh, presidential campaign with donations, that they're not going to get any of their legislative me- measures through. So that's, that's all documented. That's all fact. You can go back and you can see these are all reports that have been published and put out uh, throughout this election season. And I I like to say that the way Florida operates and the way Governor Ron DeSantis operates, it's like mafiosa tactics, right? His way or the highway. And it's very vindictive. And look, all the money in the world, all the support from Rupert Murdoch in the world and all the rule bending in the world is not going to make Ron DeSantis the nominee. He's extremely unlikable and he continues to uh, crash in the polls every single day. And it's only a matter of time before he and his wife come to that realization like the rest of us have, Steve. I I, I said on John Furrier yesterday, the smartest thing for him to do politically is to drop out now, take all the heat, go back to Florida, be as great a governor as you possibly could be and review this in years to come. Otherwise, well, it's done. Yeah. It's only going we to get worse. We have a crisis. We're going to have a Laura, crisis. We... We're coming up on hurricane season, and there's Go... going to be a housing market crash here in the state of Florida. And where's Governor Ron DeSantis? So I suggest he uh, come back to Florida before hurricane season, because if he doesn't, mark my word, this hurricane season and the looming market crash that's about to happen in the state of Florida due to the growing insurance crisis here, we have the highest home insurance rates out of the entire country. Uh, the average is $1,700 here in Florida. People are paying over $6,000, Steve. So uh, this is going to be a disaster when a hurricane comes through and collapses the roofs of uh, Floridians' homes. Laura Loomer, how do people get to you for all your great reporting, ma'am? Yeah, uh, thank you. They can uh, subscribe to my Substack, and that's where they can read this report with more detail. It's lauralumer.substack.com. lauralumer.substack.com, and they can also follow me at Laura Loomer on Twitter, Truth Social, Gab, and Getter. 
Loomer, you're doing a pretty good job because you got so much hate coming at you. <laughs> you got to be doing something right. So fight. I know you'll never back down. So uh, so fight on, girl. Yeah, like the name Laura of the Loomer. Ron DeSantis for President Super PAC, Laura Loomer is never going to back down. <laughs> never back down, right? I learned from Ron DeSantis. It's so funny too, right? I mean, what a loser name for a PAC, right? Never back down. It's just so cliche and memeable. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. Thank you for joining us, Laura. Jeff Clark, uh, you've uh, d- described this paper. You, when we talk about moonshot, I, I, had, I take it it's, uh, it's Biden's uh, cover. He's going to cure cancer, but what he's really doing is, is driving transhumanism with an all-of-government approach. You take moonshot. You've got a different idea here. Walk me through your moonshot construct because it's quite important for the situation we find ourselves in today, sir. Well, uh, as you have up on screen, Steve, there, that's Law 360, which is a very, uh, you know, so-called mainstream legal source saying that uh, there's no way that that if Trump says the special counsel regulations are unlawful, that he could win, that that's a moonshot. And nothing could be further than the, the from the truth, especially given uh, the Supreme Court and its current composition. So let me do a little bit of, I guess, war room law school here and talk about the various legal defects in the special counsel regulations. And it's Jack Smith right? He serves under those regulations. I think those regulations are, to use the technical term, ultra-vires. They're beyond the power of the federal government and beyond the power of the attorney general to adopt. And uh, the, you know, the first set of reasons is because it's unconstitutional. So we have a take care clause that gives the president the power to enforce the law, right? So what do these special counsel regulations do? They take that power and they give it to someone namely a special counsel whom the AG appoints, not the president. And then that person makes prosecutorial decisions and investigative decisions. That is entirely contrary to the take care clause. It's also contrary to the removal power, because if you look at uh, the special counsel regulation 28 CFR 600.7D, it provides that the special counsel can only be removed for good cause. So that means that that basically it's an attempt to tie the president's hands and not be able to direct the attorney general to get rid of someone. It also is something that violates the the appointments clause because the president's not appointing that person. And you need to understand that, look, all the U.S. attorneys are appointed by the president, with some exceptions if there's a vacancy. uh, But Uh, The special counsel is not just any old U.S. attorney who has a limited geographic span and can apply criminal laws uh, to conduct inside that span. The special counsel is a super U.S. attorney, a kind of Shazam who has all the powers of the Greek gods rolled into one. He He has all the powers of any U.S. attorney fused into him, and yet he is not appointed by the president. All of that is flatly unconstitutional. Um, The regulations also, and now let me shift from the constitutional reasons into the administrative law reasons. These regulations were adopted in 1999 by Janet Reno. They were written by this guy, Neil Katyal, who's always on MSNBC, uh, you know, bloviating about uh, various lines of attack against Trump. He's like one of the most radical lawyers I've ever seen, uh, you know, floating around in, in mainstream sources. He wrote these regulations and they were adopted so fast after the expiration of the special counsel statute because it was an emergency. 
Well, what was the emergency, Steve? It, it doesn't, you know, uh, uh, even facially comport with the idea of something that doesn't need to go through Administrative Procedure Act notice and comment, because the emergency was the expiration of the independent counsel statute that, you know, folks like uh, Fisk and Ken Starr uh, served under. Well, that's not an emergency, Steve. We had a republic for 194 years before the independent counsel statute was adopted but, but, in 1983. But, 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 but hang on, but hang on, but hang on. Fisk, Fisk tenure ran out, and they still wanted to continue to investigate the Clintons. Is that basically? And so they came up with the Caccio work for Janet Reno at uh, at Justice at the time. So they came up yeah, with this because there was pressure in the House and the Senate to continue to investigate because it would look too bad for the, 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 the clock to run out on the Clintons. They'd run the clock out on Fisk. Is that what the quote-unquote crisis was at the time? Well, I, th- I think all of that's part of it, but I think they wanted to continue this unconstitutional regime, Steve, because it's exactly part of what I described in my paper, uh, the DOJ is not independent. This, the, those regulations, the special counsel regulations, are like their second best, right? Their first best was to have the independent counsel statute, and then they could claim, well, that person, Congress set them up as independent, and the Supreme Court said it was okay for Congress to pass that statute. The regulations, once the statute sunset, the regulations were you know, the best they could do to kind of continue to hold on to this fiction that DOJ or parts of DOJ are independent. And it's entirely anathema to the Constitution, Steve. It needs to be struck down. And it's so unconstitutional, in fact. I'd like to see the House take steps to defund uh, the special counsel, saying, look, we have an oath clause obligation to the Constitution. These regulations are unconstitutional. We're not going to fund their use to try to pick the president in 2024. It's, It's ridiculous. So what does the left say about these regulations? Why do they say it's a, it's a moonshot? Their main reason is they say that because the regulations were adopted without notice and comment, therefore the regulations can be set aside at any time by uh, Merrick Garland. And uh, you know, so therefore they don't really restrict the power of the president. But th- there's a big problem with that, Steve. Uh, Chief Justice Roberts, writing for the court, wrote this decision about the DACA program, which also was not based in any regulation at all, let alone one that didn't go through notice and comment like this regulation. So that that program was even worse. And yet uh, Chief Justice Roberts said that uh, there needed to be a process to pull down DACA and that the Trump administration didn't go through it. Well, if that logic applies, then these uh, these regulations do constrain the power of the president, and therefore they're unconstitutional, and therefore everything Jack Smith has done or will do under those regulations is unconstitutional, and the prosecution against President Trump should be dismissed. Okay, hang on. Can you stay through a break? Uh, I want to. Sure. Uh, I, I want to get to. You. We got Charlie Kirk. I've got Dave Bratt. Dave Bratt's going to talk about the evangelical community. Mike. Uh, Mike Lindell, we're going to try to get. He's at the he's at the conference in Iowa. Carrie Lake's going to be there. We got a lot to get through. We're going to get through it all. Short commercial break. We'll be back in a moment here in the war. When's the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Why? Because most victims of home title theft don't know they're a victim until it's too late. Like this homeowner. She pulled onto her street and saw a bulldozer demolishing her home. 
Her lifelong home was being torn down right before her eyes. She was the victim of a devastating crime called home title theft. A criminal had forged his way onto the deed to her home and sold it. Now the new owner was tearing it down for a rebuild. This is why I say, if you own a home or property, get home title lock. Your home, your property, and the equity in it are your most valuable assets. It's, it's estimated that 80 to 90% of the net worth of the average American is tied up in, the ho- in their home equity. And Home Title Lock helps you protect them. Home Title Lock puts a 24-7, 365-day-a-year shield around your home's title. The instant they detect activity or tampering, they help shut it down fast. First things first, you need to verify you aren't already the victim of home title theft. Find out for free with a sign-up when you use promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. And when you sign up, your first 30 days of protection are free. Do this today at HomeTitleLock.com. Take action, action, action. HomeTitleLock.com. Promo code Bannon. Do it today. Host Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, there's a firefight over at the House on this uh, NDAA. We're going to have Dave Brett give us an assessment of that. Also, uh, Mike Lindell, Kerry Laker at this evangelical conference um, in Iowa. We'll try to get to both of them. Charlie Kirk's in West Palm Beach setting up for, I think they've got their activists there today. And then tomorrow starts the conferences of ACTCON. Absolutely the best speaker list I've, I've ever seen. But I want to finish with uh, with uh, Jeff Clark. Jeff, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. This thing t- came about in an emergency when Fisk and that special counsel thing uh, ran out in the Clintons, I think, in 98. So we're talking 25 years. Why has your great idea not struck anybody in 25 years? Why is this – if it's unconstitutional, how have we gone through uh, – and, you know, I've got a couple of million dollars of legal bills I had to pay – for the phony Russia hoax, uh, you know, special counsel that took years and dragged us all in there, you know, time and time again. So tell me why why nobody tells Steve Bannon it was unconstitutional and get my money back. Why is this just coming up now? Steve, the the independent counsel statute expired on June 30th, 1999, and the regulations were in place as direct to final rules by July 9th, uh, 1999. Uh, Super, super speedy. Look, I think the reason why in in the Trump Justice Department, right, is that you have people like you know, Bill Barr and, and sadly Jeff Sessions, who I have, you know, uh, respect for in terms of, you know, what he'd uh, done for the Congress and the uh, for the American people in the Senate. But look, they believe this idea that DOJ should be independent and it's totally wrong. The this independent counsel statute was boldly challenged by Ted Olson, who was then the assistant uh, attorney general uh, for the um, the Office of Legal Counsel. Later in Bush 43, he became the Solicitor General. And, you know, he got Justice Scalia's vote that that statute was unconstitutional. These regulations are not only unconstitutional, they also violate the Administrative Procedure Act. And the challenge needs to be brought. And look, I think I'm 100% right. And I also think many conservative uh, judges and justices would agree with me about that. But let's say I'm wrong. President Trump needs to test those regulations because if all the way through the Supreme Court, those regulations are upheld as constitutional. You know that if he returns to office in, in 2025, he's going to use those regulations. And so I think that that uh, the courts will look at it that way, right? And they'll say to themselves, like, 
you know, these are very serious constitutional and legal problems. And then the entire Jack Smith, uh, you know, witch hunt evaporates on all its multiple fronts. Okay, are you are you taking action on this right now? Get people up to speed on on what you're doing in social media. How do people get to you over at the center? Russ Vote and the team. But are you taking action on this right now? Well, I'm. You know, let's consider this appearance, Steve. A uh, you know an open letter to the president's legal team of what arguments can be made. And I think you know a lot of us would be uh, willing to help with that. Um, and and so look, you know, I'm I'm working as I told you on this impoundment issue, which is very critical to get yep. uh, spending under control and the and the budget deficits under control for future Republican administration. And uh, you can find me at the uh, Center for Renewing America, which is AmericaRenewing.com, and on uh, on social media, I am Jeff Clark US on Getter and Twitter and Real Jeff Clark on Truth Social. And look, you know, watch for uh, on the website for the impoundment paper to drop. Uh, we're waiting, Clark. You're brilliant. Thank you for doing this, man. I appreciate it. We'll make sure it gets a proper hearing. Let's say that. Great. I think, I think, Thanks, Steve. I think uh, certain eyes watch this closely. Raheem, who was one of the key guys to bring around Brexit and saved his country, you had... Um, Barris on the great polling out in Iowa, Engelbrecht and uh, Greg Phillips, fighters, Loomer, fighter, Jeff Clark. I'm proud to be in the company of these fighters. Uh, Charlie Kirk, is Charlie ready? Uh, okay, <laughs> Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk's conference, they're running around at this thing's incredible. I've never seen a speaker's list like that. And they've got a story in Politico today that talks about the younger generation is not has not decided whether they're going to support Biden or not. Turning Point has had a massive impact. In fact, I put it up on Getter at the turning point where we are in the country right now. Kirk, Charlie Kirk and Turning Point USA have really hammered it. Uh, can I play the NDAA quick clip? And I want to get Brad in here about this. A firefight over at the House right now. I want to get everybody up to speed on. The Republican-controlled House voted last night to include dozens of controversial amendments to the National Defense Authorization Bill. Among the measures, limits to the DOD's diversity initiatives, bans on the military covering gender-affirming care, and the approval to roll back a Pentagon policy that guarantees service members access to abortion. Far-right Republicans also tried to push proposals that would limit America's involvement in Ukraine, but those failed. A full House vote is expected today. Democratic leaders have pledged to oppose the bill, writing in a statement Republican. I've got, I've, I've got, I've got Brad. We're going to game up in a second, but one of the most important things. The proposal, and you had Gates and others were putting these great proposals up, all voted down, about 70 hardcore MAGA Republicans voting to clean this mess up. But the most important one, to even make Biden come forward and put a plan, not a war prowls resolution, just a strategy for Ukraine to explain to the American people, voted down, I think, 129 to 300 something. Only 129 people voted for that. Charlie Kirk, uh, this article, I think it's in Politico, about the younger generation. Not In the last three cycles, they've gone heavily to the radical Democrats. They're uncertain now. Is that the work of Turning Point? Is that what you guys have accomplished, is to really start to really put have, make force an inflection point in this country, sir? You know, I don't want to take credit for, for all of it. We've played a role, especially at Turning Point Action politically. We've been doing a lot to expose what the Democrats are doing. And on the student loan thing particularly, Steve, you've been on it 
really exceptionally about how unpopular it actually is with working class young people. It's a big middle finger insult to anyone that worked our way through college, participated in college athletics, got scholarships or didn't go to college. I actually think it's backfiring on them in a really spectacular way. This pairs with another poll from Gallup. It pairs with another poll that the New York Times put out a couple weeks ago that shows ideologically from a worldview perspective that the younger generation millennials, about 50-50, it was the millennial generation, Steve, was supposed to be the cultural revolution. They were supposed to be the most progressive generation in American history. They were supposed to be the great leap forward. Remember those big crowds that Obama drew at University of Wisconsin-Madison? Kids, as far as the eye could see, 100,000 people, 200,000 people. You know, Grant Park, the youngest generation that wants universal health care and open borders and a global utopia. Well, now the millennial generation, I think largely thanks to the educational work of Turning Point USA and the grassroots work of Turning Point Action is a 50-50 generation. And this is, this is in complete defiance to all the experts, all the expectations, all the predictions that the millennial generation was going to be this, this immovable left-wing cohort of 20 or 30 points. Did not happen, Steve. And this article in Politico shows politically that if this continues going into the 2024 election, the most reliable voting bloc for the Democrats is drying up. That that well is not going to be able to be tapped like it was in 2020 or 2016. I think we're making huge gains for a variety of different reasons, and it pairs beautifully with what we're doing this weekend, Steve. We have 6,000 super activists in Palm Beach, not just students, by the way, precinct committeemen, state party chairs, pastors, social media influencers, donors. We have business owners. We have billionaires coming. We have a huge, huge cast of uh, people coming. Tucker Carlson, yourself, Dan Bongino. Um, we have some, I mean, President Donald Trump is the keynote. Vivek Ramaswamy, Josh Hawley, J.D. Vance, um, S- Senator Ted Cruz, so many people. And so, uh, look, I, I don't want to take credit for it because there's a lot of people doing work in the space, but I will say no one has worked harder at a focused objective than turning point on trying to move the millennial generation and Gen Z towards reality and conservative principles. And now we're seeing in several macro data polls that our work is paying off. What is it about, I, I know you only got a couple of minutes, but I got to ask, what, what is it about the people you draw and the energy that this, this uh, group of speakers is unprecedented, quite frankly, in the last number of years? You've got a who's who of talent from various and different categories. How did you, what is it about the people that attend this that draws in the middle of July to come to West Palm Beach, sir? Look, I, I think the credit is to the grassroots. Uh, you know, we really don't have much of an RNC. doesn't really exist. There really isn't a place for people to convene to get the equipping, the information, the grassroots direction, the technology, and also just kind of the marching orders. It doesn't really exist anymore. And so we as Turning Point, as I get older and the organization continues to grow, we're more than a student organization. And there's a reason why on the first ring, President Trump picks up. He says, Charlie, I'll be there 100%. There is no convincing. There is no pleading. There is no police. He gets it. He knows the power in the room. And anyone who wants to win the Republican nomination has to go straight through turning point. And I, I believe that firmly. Not to, We have 2,000 precinct committeemen that are going to be here, Steve. These are the people that make the party work. You cannot win the Republican nomination for president and ignore the kind of MAGA base and what we've been able to put together at Turning Point. Governor DeSantis will not be there. He's declined. Huge missed opportunity. Big mistake. I don't know what calculus he's doing. I've said it publicly and privately. Um, it's a swing and a miss, and President Trump is going to be the beneficiary here. And, you know, it's, it is an insult to the grassroots 
to say that I don't have time to address 6,000 people, Steve. And it's not just, you know, random people through the phone book. These are people that talk. These are people that work. These are people that run big social media accounts. And we have 155 members of the media, Steve, NBC, CBS, Politico, New York Times, Reuters, you name it. And so really thrilled and blessed and thankful for what we've been able to create at Turning Point. It is a story that, you know, you could be an entrepreneur in a space that has largely been non-disrupted over the last couple of decades. And I believe that the country is going to be in a freer, better place because of the hard grassroots work, the muscle, the hustle, the grit that we're presenting at the Turning Point Action Conference this weekend. We're live tomorrow. Charlie's going to be with us as one of the co-hosts. We're going to be live 10 to noon uh, in our slot, morning slot. Uh, Charlie, how do people go, particularly if people in the area, we still got some tickets. I want, to, I want to pack and make sure every seat is taken. Where do people go? Yeah, full, full disclosure, we're still selling tickets, but it's going to be a little bit tight. So if you've procrastinated and you buy tickets, uh, Lauren over here is laughing. because. Uh, but we are still selling tickets because uh, we don't know. who There might be some no-shows. Uh, but have some grace with us because we're dealing with, uh, like, let's just say a chair issue. TPAction.com, promo code War Room. But if you procrastinated and you buy your ticket at the last minute um, and then you complain to me that you don't have a chair, I'm going to say you should have bought it three weeks ago. But TPAction.com, the largest event of the summer. The road to the Republican nomination winning back the White House goes straight through the Turning Point Action Conference. Straight through it. We're going to be there live. Get your ticket. We'll have standing room only at, uh, at Turning Point and at Worm tomorrow. Charlie, look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Here's something most Americans have not heard about. The USDA recently revealed that in America's breadbasket states, countless crops planted last season won't be harvested this season. Thanks to extreme weather conditions and worldwide fertilizer shortages, those crops didn't stand a chance. This means food shortages and higher prices at the grocery store are ahead. That's why now is the time to stock up on emergency food from My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest preparedness company. To help you prepare for what's coming, they're offering a new lower price on their popular four-week emergency food kit. These meals will give you peace of mind when food shortages hit. But hurry, there's a limited time offer that expires soon. In each kit, you'll get energy-boosting breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks that will keep you going when the going gets tough. Best of all, they come at an affordable cost, especially with this offer. You'll laugh at grocery store prices when you have this kit. To get this special discount, go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Don't put off your preparedness. Tomorrow could be a day too late. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. That is MyPatriotSupply.com. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Do it today. Stephen K. Bath. Okay, we're going to be back at 5 to 7 tonight. I will be... Um, I'm going to go through some of the capital market stuff later this afternoon. In particular, I want everybody to get to go to BirchGold.com slash Bannon right now and make sure that you get... Uh, the road to Durban, where we talk about the Durban Pact or the Durban Accords, this is happening. What is happening is a um, uh, is an alternative currency to the Federal Reserve note to the U.S. dollar, uh, backed by gold. I don't think it's convertible into gold, but backed by gold. They're going to lay it all out in the weeks leading up to Durban. Uh, I think we're working right now to make sure that we actually have a correspondent there to cover it. It's that important. Dave Bresson, a complete analysis and breakdown of the Krugman. Paul Krugman, uh, who missed the inflation, you know, the Nobel Prize left-wing radical columnist for the New York Times. We don't have time today to do that because I want to take time and go through with Brett. He's done a great job of breaking it down. Dave, 
but I got to get back because part of this problem with the, the BRICS nation saying, hey, you guys are being irresponsible. The purchasing power on your own currency is down 14 or 15 percent. What in the last 18 yep. months, two years, you're killing us. You're, devalu- you're doing a devaluation in front of us. We've had enough of it. And we're going to try to come up with some alternative currency. Part of that gets back to this NDAA fight that's taking place right now. I mean, this yeah. is really putting the stamp on essentially a trillion dollar defense bill that's got all the Ukraine stuff in it. It's still got a lot of this woke stuff in it, although they've taken some out. Walk me through what this firefight's about. Well, I'll tell you what it's about, and I'll tell you what it's not about. Uh, It's interesting if you go out and look at the highest level for a strategy of our national defense, it's kind of hard to find. You know, that's if you're a CEO of a firm, you got to know what it is you're doing. What is your goal? So if you go out and search for the you know strategic vision and then the objectives, uh, you can look at the Senate Armed Services Committee. They're kind of head honchos. They got official positions, but their, their point number 10 says the word strategy. But it's mainly just laying out spending of the usual stuff. And it's pretty pro- professional. Then you look to the Secretary of Defense, the 2022 National Defense Strategy, uh, pretty uh, orthodox China, Russia stuff. Again, what you're spending on. Uh, but no coherent strategy. And in those documents, there's nothing about U.S. citizens, right, are the threat, you know, the, the FBI has brought up and this kind of thing. Uh, but then it's kind of curious when you go to the White House document, the White House National Security Strategy, uh, that's the head honcho, right? There's your CEO, and he does give a vision uh, for defense. Uh, China and Russia are kind of secondary uh, in the second paragraph, there's this whole uh, new uh, word salad having to do with democracy uh, and then climate change and some other leftist uh, progressive uh, agenda items. And so that's uh, what's driving this thing again. But but but, but hold it. But hang on. But hang yeah. on. But hang on. Hang on. John Kerry's over there right now with the Chinese. And he said that nothing defense of Taiwan, South China Sea, free navigation of the Pacific, none of it. That climate change is the is the uh, a lodestone of yeah. or the keystone yeah. of everything that we're doing. That we will, we yeah. will look away from the slave labor and all the problems of the dictators in Be- and the criminals in Beijing yeah. because of climate change. Of course, it permeates every aspect of this NDA. You're right. There's no strategy. We're spending a trade dollars when they put a vote up on the floor. I think it was late last night to even consider. Having a part of a, have Biden just do a strategic report on what is the strategy in Ukraine? Only 129 yep. members of the House voted. I think the entire Democratic right. Party voted against it. They yep. don't want to have they don't want to come forward and have to say, here's what we're trying to accomplish. The weapons, the arms makers, the defense industry, it's out of control. And here's the problem, Dave. You got all this wokeness baked into it. Now, some of it's come out, but there's still a lot in there, brother. Oh, yeah. No. And, and, and so then you get down to it. Right. If you read that White House document, they start off with the enduring vision. And it's not a national defense, national security vision. And that lays out what's going on before us. Right. So Chip Roy put it, put it pretty well. And here you get to the heart of the wokeness and the, the real political fight uh, that's really embedded here. Uh, the, all the newspapers, the Wall Street Journal uh, included, uh, Chip Roy and his right wingers, uh, are going to put a poison pill in here on this, this and the other to get rid of this stuff. Uh, what they're missing is the, the argument that matters the most. Who put all of this uh, moralizing leftist stuff yes. into the national security in uh, strategy? The yep. left. 
now and who who injected all of this stuff at the federal level right uh, republicans want yeah. a small federal government we but, want stuff at the states that's yeah the but so, we've been all control yep. no the armed services committee and all these republicans control opposition dave hang on for one second just stay right yep. there because i want to finish up with you i want to bring in mike lindell mike is actually live at this evangelical conference a very important one of Bob Vanderplatz in uh, in Iowa, uh, Mike, can you give us an update, a report? Well, there's a lot of people that's packed inside the hall. I've been going down Media Row, and uh, and I'm trying. Steve, I'm here to get every one of these candidates uh, on the on the path. So tomorrow morning, when they wake up, they just endorse our real president, Donald Trump, and that's what I'm here for. Um, uh, the people that I've talked to, the ones I have talked to, they're all for Donald Trump. So I'm not real sure what. Uh, you know, I guess, uh, you know, having the stage today and him, him not being able to be here. Um, it's amazing how many, how much support he has here. I was, uh, I've, uh, I'd say it's 95% Donald Trump. Hang on, uh, Mike, just take a second. You, you've had, you have a history with this. You're just not showing up for the first time. You, you've right. supported this and you've gone and you've spoken. Give us your history and your, you understand the evangelical community in Iowa. Walk me through that. Right. And this isn't just Iowa, the family leadership. I've, I've sponsored it for years. And uh, um, I did quit sponsoring it a couple of years ago when uh, uh, certain uh, people uh, got involved. Uh, one of them was Mike Pence when he spoke and I decided I wasn't going to come. That was two years ago. Uh, but the, um, uh, it's, a, it's a great platform if it's used right. It reaches out to all the churches, not just here in Iowa, but across the country. And I'm here, you know, to tell them so they don't spin this that, uh, um, you know, that there's a better candidate than Donald Trump or whatever, because there's not. This is uh, he was put here for such a time as this to save our country. And um, that combined with the facts, we're going to fix these election platforms in August um, is, uh, you know, I talked to a lot of people. Well, can he win the general election? Of course he can. He's going to win it by 70 percent. And I just want the. You know, I don't want them to be everybody to be fooled by uh, um, all these false narratives put out there, especially with Ron DeSantis, Rhino Ron. Uh, Rhino Ron is done. Uh, um, it's all this is typical establishment politics, and it's disgusting. I just want to make sure I want to make sure your mission, because I know the. Um You've got the company you're running. You've got the new launch of the new Pella. You've got the we got in mid-August in uh, Springfield, Missouri, and it's going to be streamed all over the world. You've got the uh, election uh, integrity, election crime bureau, uh, uh, where you're going to lay out the, both the plan and how that's going to save the nation in executing on yep. the plan. But you're here today not just to promote that and tell people it's coming and want people to show up. You're actually there to convince the candidates that tomorrow morning they should wake up and endorse Donald Trump? Is that your mission, task, and purpose today in Iowa, uh, sir? Absolutely. I would love to talk to the governor here and uh, and talk to She's a friend of mine, and she, uh, Governor Reynolds, great governor. And I think what they're trying to do is, is switch this uh, and do everything they can uh, to get uh, the people thinking, well, to put doubt in their head. Well, there's no doubt right now, and they've been... Uh, we're going to stop this in its tracks and get these candidates that, you know, you want to you want to unite everybody. Then just endorse Donald Trump tomorrow. What are you even wasting all the time and money and and uh, resources on this when we could all be united going forward? Fix our election platforms, which is coming soon. Uh, by the way, go to LindellEvent.com and sign up now for that. But uh, 
Steve, this is my mission here today, is not only talking to people, the media, but also these candidates I'd like to sit down. I probably won't get to talk to Rhino Ron. He probably is, you know, I probably said enough out there where he's probably upset with me, but that's all right. Mike, you know, we've got this screening of The Sound of Freedom, which is the number one film in America right now. It's about the trafficking of children for sex. President Trump in his press release, and he's going to make remarks next Wednesday. You will be there. Talks about the action he took to shut this down. He's been the leader in this movement. You see the other actions he's taken. Not talk, not quoting Bible scripture, but actions he's taken. Your understanding of the evangelical community, is there any doubt in the evangelical Christians' minds, by and large, that Donald Trump not only has their back, but he's actually executing on policies to really set the, the correct course of the nation as the, as the basis of the Judeo-Christian West? Well, he kept his word and more, Steve. He kept his word to all of us. And he's done more for the Christians and, and, and around the world than any president ever. Um, you know, and he kept his word and he and uh, you give him four more years and he's going to do a lot more. And he's always at the forefront with his courage to uh, to have the uh, the back, uh, the back of all of the evangelicals and the Christians. And that's what they think they're trying to do today is trying to these candidates trying to, you know, put doubt in their head. Well, it's, it's too late. He already proved what he's doing. He has proof of concept. They don't. It's just political lies and lies and lies. And that's what that's what I think we're going to hear today. And, uh, um, you know, I'll do this. I'll do this for the for the uh, Christians. And, well, you know what? Donald Trump's already done it. You're a little late. So, you know what? Uh, you should get up tomorrow morning. Anybody thinking of running or, or that already put their hat name in the hat to run for president and go, I endorse Donald J. Trump for the president of the United States. That's what they should do tomorrow morning, Steve. Um, I'm going to get to a fact that in the 20th anniversary, you've taken time away to go do this. You're also going to be a turning point this weekend. You speak on, I think, uh, Saturday. Uh, I think you speak on Saturday afternoon or Sunday morning. You're going to be my co-host tomorrow for the show. Sunday morning. You speak Sunday morning. You're going to be the co-host tomorrow. Then you're going to be up at Bedminster. So you're all over during the 20th anniversary. I'm going to get to the company in in a second. But Carrie Lake's going to be... There, I understand this afternoon now. Is there any chance that you and Carrie Lake will team up and, and have a conversation? Well, I just talked to her a, a little bit ago, and uh, uh, we'll see what happens. I think she's going to co-host uh, with Glenn Beck up on the – there's a stage in the back here at the, and when you get inside this big auditorium. So, um, I will definitely uh, – we're definitely be talking – or meeting her around maybe noon, 1 o'clock, and, uh, and we'll uh, – what kind of plan strategy? I mean, at least you got a couple of us here representing did, our great, our great real how, president. How did? Hold it. How did they allow Trump's two biggest surrogates? I heard they tried to get JD in there, but that didn't work. And we love JD. JD's going to be a turning point also. But how did Trump's two biggest surrogates or Carrie Lake and Mike Lindell? How did that happen? They must not have very good ticket control. How did it happen that two biggest surrogates for Trump got there? Well, I don't know. It's probably because I, you know, I've been I backed this, uh, you know, this event for quite a while. Like I said, for for quite a few years, and uh, um, you know, I think uh, I don't know if they could have kept me out and said we're not coming. I think that would have been very bad publicity. Same way with Carrie Lake. I think, but if they're trying, if they are trying to suppress uh, Donald Trump in any way, shape, or form, our real president. Um, I think they were, they're basically kind of got caught maybe going, you know, hey, we got to let some people in that'll have his back. But uh, you'd be surprised if the people here all have his back. And, uh, and they, um, you know, they oh, can do is, all they want. This is, 
you know, horrible things to is the, the, Ron DeSantis has sent stuff all over Iowa, these horrible advertising that you don't know what they're behind, bashing Donald Trump in an indirect way. And this is how kind of how I ended up down here. I actually called uh, um, Bob Vanderplant and said, hey, do you know anything about these uh, these um, mailers that were sent out all over uh, all over Iowa? And then I said and then uh, he said the event was here. So I ended up here. Um, you know, we can't let the we can't let them steer this in any way, shape, or form against our uh, great real president my, Donald Trump. Mike, Mike, just hang on. I want to hold you to the break. I want to come back and find out about the media's attention, the plan to the electronic, uh, the election uh, crime uh, bureau event we're going to have in uh, mid-August in Missouri. Also about the company. Just so take a short break. Uh, we're going to be right back on. Uh, this is the, I think the Weaver's version of this land is our land. Short break, back in a moment. Every day, the parallel economy grows bigger and bigger. It's powered by everyday Americans who are sick and tired of all the woke propaganda being jammed into every product they consume. Big mobile companies are no different. For years, they have been dumping millions into leftist causes, and we had to take it. Because you need a cell phone and probably thought there was no alternative, but there is. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offering dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke politics. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a message that you support free speech, religious liberty, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment and our military veterans and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your phone. Keep your number. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call the following number, 878-PATRIOT, P-A-T-R-I-O-T. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. Get the same dependable service and take a stand for your values. Make the switch today. Remember, stop giving your money to people that don't support your values. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. Do it today. Take action. Host Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, Dave Brett had to bounce. Dave's going to join me on Monday. We're going to take on uh, Krugman at the New York Times walkthrough, why the de-dollarization concept's nothing to worry about. We're going to break it down and talk to you about what's going to happen in Durban. Make sure you go to um, birchgold.com slash Bannon right now. Get the summary I've put together from the papers, we, the papers we've been doing over the last two years on the end of the dollar empire. I want you to be fully up to speed on this like you were on the debt ceiling fight because you are the folks that are making a difference in this country. Also, we don't want you to get strapped and cybercrime is on the rise. The state actors, another article today, but that's Chinese Communist Party building this military base in Cuba uh, with the Cuban military. They're going to have an offensive cyber capability and an offensive bioweapons capability. Trust me, this is you can see what's happening. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and figure out how you can protect yourself from somebody taking out a second mortgage on your home of two hundred fifty, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars. How would that, how would that uh, affect, impact your uh, finances right now? Uh, I think it would put you underwater, or close enough. 
so it can happen. Just go to HomeTitleLockToday.com and check it out. Mike Lindell, two things I want to find out about. Number one, the media's response down there, because there's, by the way, this is a very important conference. This is why we carry Lakes there. This is why Mike Lindell's there. This is why we've been getting so much coverage. And the reason is the evangelicals are one of the most important, if not the most important voice politically in our country. What, what's been the response to the media on the election summit? And if he had a chance to talk to any of the participants there of what their response is to the election summit in Missouri in mid-August? Well, everyone that's heard about it, they're so excited. And I talked to the media. They're going, because we're everybody, we're revealing a plan that's never been done before in history, never even been talked about, Steve. And it fixes our election platform, secures them immediately. Every, whether you're a Democrat, Republican, Independent, it doesn't matter. This is a miracle that we're going to open up and reveal that day. Um, the What the media is doing now with their attacks on myself and my pillow regurgitating old two-and-a-half-year-old information that the box stores left. This has all been a, to suppress the news about the event, Steve. This is what they do. It's the biggest cover-up for the biggest crime in history. It always has been, and uh, they're, uh, they're at it again. The media didn't attack me for 74 days, everybody, until this last week when I announced this summit, the LindellEvent.com. You can all go there now. Get signed up early, by the way. I'm gonna, uh, it's a free streaming right there. Go to LindellEvent.com. You can sign up right there. And, Steve, I'm going to give everybody a free gift today that goes there and signs up. Uh, uh, all they got to do is put in their email so we know who's all going to be watching, and we're going to reveal this will be the biggest live stream event in history. And by the media does not want it out there, let me tell you. Let me ask you, you've taken time away. Uh, this is our 20th anniversary week. You had all these things planned. And then because you're there to support the president and you're there to make sure that we have free and fair elections, you've been going over the country. You're in Iowa today. You're going to be in West Palm Beach tomorrow at the uh, at the conference. You're going to co-host War Room with us. And then you're going to be speak on Sunday morning. And you're up at Bedminster you're all over. I know you got a big uh, inter- I don't think we've announced you got another big platform. You're going to be on a week uh, from today. Uh, tell us about the 20th anniversary. Tell us about the company. People want to know that MyPella is hitting on all cylinders because the media is coming after you. Oh, the thing's gone out of business. He's selling the equipment. Right. Big box canceled a billion dollars right. in right. sales. What's the reality? Here's the reality, everybody. We had, for the last two and a half years, we've been without retail box stores and shopping channels. These have different packaging. And when we came out with the uh, – because they have the cardboard boxes that you see, the big MyPella things that – Every, every box store in the country had walls of them. We were their number one selling product in history, over 80 million sold on our 20-year anniversary, everybody. And what this is, we had all this retail equipment from the box stores that was sitting there for two and a half years. When we came out with the amazing MyPillow 2.0, the box stores still would not take us back. So I, my manager, one of my managers at one of, the, one of my plants said, uh, one of the manufacturing facilities said, can we, can we sell off this equipment and have an auction for it? I'm going, sure, go ahead. And, uh, of course, the media grabbed that. And my pillow's going on. They they figured out a way that they could try and twist it, Steve, and attack. I think the Daily Mail says, Mike Lindell and my pillow took in $5 million and lost $100 million. Well, how do you do that? You know, uh, we yes, we lost, uh, we lost the box stores, but we gained it back through direct sales. And on our 20-year anniversary, we're offering 1998 20-year anniversary limited edition my pillow. For everybody out there to celebrate 20 years since I invented my pillow, there it is, 1998 with the promo code WARROOM. 
We all made a commercial, everybody, last week. We spent a week in production. It comes out this Tuesday. You're going to see it all over the country. But you've seen it here first on The War Room. And because uh, you guys, your audience seems to have been such a blessing. They get king size for $29.98, uh, uh, $19.98, four different loft levels, everybody. The same patented fill we have that makes you get the best sleep ever. And we've added that cooling technology to the pillow that we didn't have 20 years ago. The promo code WORM, go to go to MyPillow.com, promo code WORM. You get all the sales in our squares, all the best deals, the best deal on this. Mike, if I can say something, you know, having – you've been a sponsor for the last couple of years. The most inspirational thing I've seen is when you – that video you showed us yesterday when you're on the floor and all your employees of all different races and, and, uh, yeah. and religions and, uh, and backgrounds held up those pillows in unison. That was very yeah. powerful. I mean, it's a company of a great esprit de corps. You've created something very special, and I think that that's one of the reasons. The products are great, and people love the products, but it's also I think they love you, and they love the company. Well, and my, my employees, some of them have been with me 20 years. They're like, uh, they're like family, and we, we have careers at my pillow, not just jobs. And uh, Most have been there 10 years or more, and you're right. It's uh, Hispanics, blacks, white, uh, liberals, conservatives. It don't matter, Steve. This has united us. The more they attack. By the way, my pillow is an employee-owned company. I just have the most shares, and so when when they get attacked, it's uh we, we can really use all the support out there. And uh, on our 20-year anniversary, we need it now more than ever. It's been it's been amazing. God's God's uh, got us through it. With God, all things are possible. And my pillow has been a miracle. And uh, if I thought 20 years ago when I sat in the summer of uh, 2004 and going, wow, it was going to be a platform for even something much bigger. Obviously, uh, you know, my pillow is a platform, but I'm over here like that's why I'm down in Iowa today. If we lose our country and lose our elections, it's over, Steve. I don't have a company. People always say, well, why won't you stop, Mike? When are you going to stop? I'm never stopping, ever. Mike, send uh, the regards, all the evangelicals, tell them we love them. The war room's always got their back. You're there doing God's work. Say hi to Carrie Lake. You're there as a surrogate for President Trump. Carrie Lake is just incredible. So thank you for doing it. And uh, we'll see you in Palm Beach, uh, West Palm Beach, right. tomorrow at the conference when you're co-hosting War Room, sir. Mike Lindell. Charlie Kirk, two hours of populism, nationalism. Jack Posobiec, sticker to five to seven nights, going to be on fire. Of that, I will commit to you. See you then. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now 
because this plan expires soon. That's covidtaxrelief.org, covidtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with covidtaxrelief.org. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% and do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. Okay, imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, Hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up, end quote. Now, that's the Field of Greens Better Health Promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens, end quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room, but they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon, and get the better health promise. 